Good morning. It's 11 minutes before 8 a.m. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW in Sitka. Today is Wednesday, July 29th, 2020. I'm Peter Apathy with Raven News. When the Sitka Assembly met last night, it approved a final CARES Act spending plan for the city. Sitka is set to receive over $14 million in federal aid. Those funds must be spent before the end of the calendar year. Over the last two months, a working group drafted the budget, which is divided into six categories. It includes $5 million for small business and nonprofit grants, over $2 million for new city-funded programs, $1 million for city mitigation and safety costs, and around $600,000 set aside for additional emergency costs that may come up before the end of the year. The Assembly approved all but one budget category unanimously. Just over $400,000 was earmarked for the Sitka School District to pay for laptops and AmeriCorps positions. That funding was approved 5-2, to two, with members Richard Wien and Valerie Nelson opposed. And the CARES Act budget wasn't the only COVID-19-related item on the Assembly's agenda. Days after the city issued a mask requirement for all city buildings, the Assembly is now asking people to wear masks in public areas where social distancing is not possible. The resolution the Assembly approved last night is very similar to the one that narrowly failed earlier this month. Some Assembly members objected to the failed resolution's more stringent language and use of the word, quote, order. The new resolution, quote, highly encourages wearing masks in public. It passed 5-2 to two with members Valerie Nelson and Kevin Mosier opposed. We'll have more coverage of Tuesday's Sitka Assembly meeting on Raven News tonight at 518. All non-resident travelers to Alaska will be required to have a negative test for the coronavirus before they arrive in the state, beginning on August 11th. Governor Mike Dunleavy announced the change at a news conference on Tuesday. We're not trying to make this difficult for folks to come here. We just want to make sure that we are taking care of Alaskans first. Since early June, Alaska has asked non-residents arriving at airports in the state to have negative tests before they arrive but it has allowed them to be tested at the airports. Dunleavy says the state would continue to offer the tests to Alaskans leaving from and arriving back to the state, but it would no longer offer them to non-residents. Dunleavy pointed to the pressure on testing and personal protective equipment. When the cases were lower than they are today, not just here in the state of Alaska, but across the globe, you had less of a restriction on supplies of uh, testing materials and and things like PPE. We need to use that for our own folks. Dunleavy says the administration is still working out how it would enforce the new testing requirement. Sitka's coronavirus count went up by one on Monday. The Sitka Unified Command reports that a non-resident woman between the ages of 20 and 29 received a test on July 21st, which has now come back positive. The woman was not experiencing any symptoms at the time she was tested and is now isolating. This latest case puts Sitka's cumulative total at 34, including 22 resident cases and 12 non-resident cases. A total of 28 cases are considered recovered in Sitka, leaving six active cases in the community. Sitka's non-resident case on Monday was one of 27 new non-resident cases reported on the same day statewide, bringing the total non-resident to 621. Nevertheless, far more infections are occurring in Alaska residents. Most of those cases remain active, and there are now 22 deaths from the coronavirus in Alaska. 
A second Sitkin has filed to run for one of two open assembly seats. Steve Lee threw his hat into the ring on Monday. Lee made an unsuccessful bid for the office last year, but he says he's learned some lessons since then and hopes his campaign will be stronger as a result. KCAW's Catherine Rose reports. Last year, Steve Lee ran for a seat on the Sitka Assembly, and while he didn't win, he says people are asking him to run again. He says it's because he's positive and direct. I'm honest, straightforward person, and when I say stuff, I always go through. I keep my promises. That's the most important thing. Lee works as a patient housing clerk for Search, and he's running on the same platform as 2019. He's interested in more local services for drug and alcohol addiction and mental health and making Sitka more affordable. He says he learned a lot from last year's run. I was nervous last year. I didn't know what to say. But now I'm confident what I say and how to, you know, be stronger with my my mentality. If elected to the assembly, Lee says he would use his vote as a conduit for the people rather than to pursue his own agenda. When I'm not here to, you know, make my own decision, I, I'm the voice of the people here. Whatever the voices comes from the people, I just follow through. He says he supports recent assembly votes that aligned with public comment, moving the Baranoff statue and voting down a public masking order. But he says he still wears a mask and is concerned about how the assembly will respond in the future to the continuing COVID-19 pandemic. People are worried, people are losing their jobs people not working. And, you know, as for myself, I would say COVID-19 positive. Lee says he was diagnosed with COVID-19 on July 14th. He didn't have symptoms, but the diagnosis forced him to quarantine, along with his girlfriend, who was unable to work from home. So he says he knows the economic impact of the virus firsthand. He says he would support more legislation to reduce the economic stress on Sitkins by reducing sales taxes for groceries and small businesses. Lee says he wants to help heal political divisiveness in Sitka and as an assembly member would try to improve communication between folks on both sides of the aisle. Right now, Sitka itself right now is in the, you know, the foundation is kind of broken up, but we need to heal that process. And I think, I believe in myself that I can be that person to heal that foundation and be the bridge. Lee is running for one of two open seats on the assembly. Sitka's municipal election is Tuesday, October 6th. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Catherine Rose. Artist Kara Jane Murray's colorful murals bring life to buildings around southeast Alaska. As KCAW's Erin McKinsey reports, her latest piece is brightening one of Sitka's elementary school playgrounds. Kara Jane Murray stands on scaffolding in front of the nearly 500-square-foot mural she painted on the curved outside wall of the Keet Gushihin Elementary School Library. A chemical smell fills the air as she applies the first coat of polyurethane. The clear coat will protect the mural from southeast Alaska's rain, snow, and sleet. There's also things like the fact that it's a mural at an elementary school, so you're going to get muddy fingers and chocolate milk from the lunch cart and, you know, whatever else on there too, but... I want to make sure that this lasts for a long time. Kids scramble around on the nearby playground while we talk. One of the slides is boarded up, and the equipment is aging. Marie says she hopes the mural will bring renewed attention to the playground. We create art in a space that otherwise didn't have any, and it brings a new energy into that space. It promotes 
saving up money or budgeting for infrastructure, um, for making changes that are going to, you know, benefit the community, benefit the school in the long term. Flowers and animals pepper the mural's background. But what really draws me in is hands, painted in as many different skin tones as Murray could muster. Murray says the inspiration for the mural came in part from recent local and national conversations around social change and accountability. There was a lot of change that was happening just in general. And the biggest one that came to mind for me was how do we advocate for racial equality? How do we start having those conversations? How do we start dealing with that within our community? A school residency she did earlier this spring was also a big part of the process. Murray worked with two teachers and their students to teach social and emotional learning through art. For example, he talked about how colors can represent emotion. I didn't go to school for psychology or for early childhood development, but I feel like I have enough of an understanding having my own kids and also being an expressionist. That's what I do. That's how I do it. I put a lot of who I am and what I connect with empathetically into my art. Megan Heathman teaches third grade. She invited Murray to lead her students to find deeper meaning in art. We decided to incorporate a lot of the social-emotional learning pieces that we had been working on in our classrooms already and throughout this school. Uh, So the kids were able to work with how art incorporates emotions and how you can represent emotions through art. Murray's residency was cut short by the COVID-19 pandemic, but she was still able to use what the students created as inspiration for the mural. And after the school closed, she continued to offer sessions virtually, showing the students her home studio, for example, which second grade teacher Megan Pepper appreciated. Some of her students are interested in pursuing art as a career. Having artists in our school for the residencies is such a positive thing. You know, sometimes we need those outside sources to come in and share their craft. It might not be something that a specific teacher is skilled in. And so we look to the community to bring that in. Murray finishes the first round of clear coat, inspecting the mural to make sure she didn't miss a spot. She says she's already had kids and adults tell her they're empowered by the mural because it shows their skin tone. One day when I was down here, there was a teacher whose son came up to me and he said, that's my hand, you know, and and she showed me, she was like, see, I was like, that's right, you know. That is something that I don't think we really have a lot of here in Sitka. We just don't. So, she says, why not start? Reporting in Sitka, I'm Erin McKinstry. And that's all for Raven News for this hour. You can listen to or read our stories again on our website, kcaw.org. This is Morning Edition on Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. It's 100.7.